Hello, and welcome to the last episode in this little, um, I guess, series. We are reading James 5 today. If you've not already, I encourage you to listen to James 1, 2, 3, and 4, and then listen to 5. If you want to listen to 5 now, you can, but ideally, you read a book in order. Hi, friends. This is Bethany Jennings, and you're listening to We Should Talk. It's a podcast where we talk about anything and everything to encourage, equip, and empower you to be a decent human. Let's talk. All right, here we are with James 5, the last chapter of James. Um, I encourage you to get your Bible out, get your app out, get your journal out, whatever works for you, or just listen, whatever works. Um, I'll be reading ESV, maybe some KJV, and as always, probably a little bit of Bethany Jennings version in there somewhere. All right, let's start with verse one. Um, this is like a warning to the rich. Come now, you rich, weep and howl for the miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches have rotted and your garments are moth eaten. Your gold and silver have corroded. And their corrosion will be the evidence against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You have laid up treasure in the last days. Behold, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, are crying out against you. And the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have lived on earth in luxury and in self-indulgence. You have fattened your hearts in the day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered the righteous person. He does not resist you. Man, I wish I could say I didn't know people like that. But I have known some people who would cheat people just to get a few extra bucks. Sad. They're going to hell. Um, so this next portion, starting on verse 7, talks about patience and suffering. Those people who were not resisting and were being murdered by the rich. Remember verse 6 says, you have condemned and murdered the righteous person, and he doesn't resist you. Verse 7, be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early And the late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. He's so close. We do not have time to be fighting with each other, y'all. We don't have time for these pointless quarrels. Well, I believe this and you believe that and you believe... Standards that are not biblical absolutes, we should, as an apostolic body, as a Christian people, we should not be fighting more about that than we are spreading the gospel. I believe 100% in holiness, 100% in holiness, and I am not condemning or condoning those who have stricter standard or 
a, a looser standard than what me and my husband and my bishop and pastor preach and believe and live. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is we can get so busy fighting with one another about stuff that we don't spread the gospel. We got to get the gospel out. Jesus is coming. So verse 10, as an example of suffering and patience, brothers, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Behold, we consider those blessed who remained steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job or the patience of Job, as we always like to say. You've heard of the patience. That's what KJV says. Behold, we count them happy which endure. Ye have heard of the patience of Job and have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and is under tender mercy. So ESV says, Behold, we consider those blessed who remain steadfast. Ye have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. But above all, my brothers, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, so that you may not fall under condemnation. Is there anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone tearful? Let him sing. Is anyone among you sick? Well, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he'll be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. KJV verse 16 says, Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual and fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The prayer of the righteous man has great power as it's working. I want to be righteous so that my prayers can do what they're supposed to do. My goodness. Verse 17. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. And he prayed fervently that it might not rain. And for three years and six months, it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again. And heaven gave rain. And the earth bore its fruit. My brothers, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. Jesus, have mercy. I think sometimes we get stuck up here. At the, if anyone's among, sick, among you sick, let him call the elders. I think we get stuck up there. We kind of skip the other, if anyone among you. Verse 13, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. If you're going through stuff, if you're struggling with things mentally, physically, if you are suffering, you need to be praying. If you're cheerful and everything's going great for you, wonderful. You ought to be singing praises. If you're sick, call, call the elders. Let them pray for you. 
At the very bottom, though, in verse 19, it says, My brothers, if any one of you wanders from the truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. We've got to quit fighting about stuff that doesn't matter. We may not agree on church-specific standards. Biblical absolutes are unmovable, and I'm not arguing those. That's not what this is about. But there are too many people who have not even heard the name of Jesus. There are too many people who are living in hell on earth. And they're not even sure if God is real. And there are too many people who have experienced this truth and have wandered away. Who just want to come home. But who wants to come to a house where there is constant fighting and bickering? I feel like so much of James is about that, that very thing, managing your mouth. James 1, he talks about if you have, uh, how did he say it? If you, if you profess to be religious and you don't bridle your tongue, your religion's worthless. Then he talks about, in another chapter, he talks about if you can tame your tongue, you can tame your whole body. And he talks about your tongue is it's a a little fire that can burn down a whole forest. It can burn your mouth can burn down your it can destroy your entire life. James five is talking about this bickering back and forth that can destroy not just your life, but the hope of salvation for others. Man, I love James, y'all. I love the book of James. Um this is not, James is not a hard read, honestly. I know there are some books of the Bible that are like, it feels like reading the phone book with the these and the thous and the begats and the numbers and the all of that. But James, not a hard read. Honestly, you could probably read more on accident scrolling mindlessly through social media than you would read in James. Like, just take a second. Read James. If you can read on social media, you can read in the Bible app. Just saying. Make it priority. All right, friends, this has been the book of James. I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, you, could, of course, can always message me. I think there's a way for you to send something through this podcast, maybe. If not, you can always hit me up on Instagram. Um, B-E-T-H-A-N-Y-L-A-Y-N-E-J-E-N-N-I-N-G-S, Bethany Lane Jennings. That's how you will find me on Instagram. You're more than welcome to send me messages um, on your thoughts. Um, Who knows? They may show up and be shared. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to read your Bible and pray today. Well, that was fun. Uh, I'm glad you stuck around for the whole thing. And thank you for talking to me today. Y'all go like and follow and review and do all the podcast things that people do. And um, don't forget to be a good human. You have just completed season one of the We Should Talk podcast with Bethany Jennings. A podcast for decent humans. 
I'm so happy that you've been along for the journey and we're going to talk some more as soon as season two comes out. Cannot wait to see you. I hope you have a wonderful time of personal growth and becoming a decent human from now till then. We'll talk soon.